Hey everyone, this is Neha from Edureka and I welcome you all to this session on introduction to Java servlets. First, let's take a look at the topics to be covered in this session. First and foremost, I will talk about World Wide Web and what is HTTP and how they are linked together. Next, I will tell you the difference between request and response methods of HTTP. Once you understand this, then we will dive into the core topic of today's discussion and understand what are servlets. Once you understand the basics of servlets, then I will tell you the tool that was used before servlet came into existence. Then I will walk you through servlet architecture and the lifecycle methods of servlets. And after that, I will introduce you the concept of generic servlet and its example. And moving further to the session, you will see what are servlet request and response methods. And finally, I will end the session by telling you some useful classes and interfaces of servlets. Before we jump into servlets, let's understand few fundamentals of web. Web consists of billions of clients and servers that are connected through wires and wireless networks. First, web client makes a request to web server. Then what happens? Web server receives a request, finds the resources and returns a response to the client. When a server answers that request, it usually sends some type of content to the client. Then client uses a web server to send the request to the server. Correct? Then what happens? Server often sends response to the browser with a set of instructions that are written in HTML, that is hypertext markup language. And all kind of browsers know how to display HTML pages to the client. So this is actually what happens between a server and client on the web. So what is web application? A website is a collection of static files, that is web pages, such as HTML pages, images, graphics, etc. And a web application is a website that has dynamic functionality on the server. For example, Google, Facebook, Twitter, all these are examples of web applications. So what is the link between web and HTTP? Let's see that now. HTTP, named as Hypertext Transfer Protocol, as a protocol that client and server use on the web to communicate with each other. It is similar to other internet protocols such as SMTP, that is Simple Mail Transfer Protocol, and FTP, that is File Transfer Protocol. And HTTP is said to be a stateless protocol, that is, it supports only one request per connection. This means that with HTTP, the clients connect to the server to send one request and then they disconnect. And this mechanism allows more user to connect to a given server over a period of time. So basically what happens, the client sends an HTTP request and the server answers with an HTML page to the client using hypertext transfer protocol. So the request can be made using a variety of methods, but the one which are mostly used are get and post. The method name itself tells the server what kind of request is being made and how the rest of the message will be formatted. Now, let's understand the difference between get and post methods. In get method, data is sent in header to the server, but in case of post, it is sent in the request body. And get request can send only limited amount of data, but in case of post request, large amount of data can be sent. And again, coming to get, get request is not secured because data is exposed in URL. And in case of post, it is secured because the data is not exposed in URL. Get request can be bookmarked and is more efficient. On the other hand, post request cannot be bookmarked. So these are some of the differences between HTTP get and post methods. And I hope you are clear with these differences. 
Now as you have understood some basics about web, let's dive into the core topic of discussion and understand the concept of servlets and what it does. So what are servlets? They can be described in many ways depending on the context. Basically server is a technology which is used to create a web application and it is an API that provides many interfaces and classes during documentation. Servlet is an interface that must be implemented for creating any servlet and it is also a class that extends the capabilities of the servers and responds to the incoming request. The main thing is that it can respond to any kind of request and servlet is a web component that is deployed on the server to create a dynamic web page and servlet is robust and scalable. In this figure you can see client sends a request to the server and server generates a response analyzes it and sends a response back to the client. So basically this is how the working of servlet happens. So before we jump into the depth of servlet, let's understand what was used before servlets came into picture. So before servlets we had CGI that is the common gateway interface for writing the programs that can actually interact through a web server with the client that is running on the browser. But why isn't that used now and why people choose servlets over CGI? because it was less secure, unscalable and consumed high response time. But servlet overcame all these disadvantages and provided high security, scalability and low response time and that's why servlets became more popular. Now let's move further and understand the architecture that lies behind the servlets. In this picture you can see a web browser is communicating to the server and the response is sent back to the web browser, correct? So what happens here? Let me explain that to you. So what servlet does is it performs various tasks. First, it reads the explicit data sent by the clients that is browsers and it includes an HTML form on a web page or it could also come from an applet or a custom HTTP client program. So this is all about the explicit data. Not only that, it also reads the implicit HTTP request data that is sent by the clients. And that includes cookies, media types, compression schemas, the web browser, etc. After that, servlet process the data and generate the results. This process may require communicating to a database, executing an RMI or Cobra call, invoking a web service or computing the response directly. So after processing the data, it sends both the explicit and implicit data. In case of explicit data, the document can be sent in various formats that includes HTML, binary file, Excel, etc. And in case of sending the implicit HTTP response to the clients, it includes telling the browser or the clients what type of document is being written, setting the cookies and caching parameters and other such tasks. So basically these are the various tasks performed by servlets. Now let's move further and see various methods and life cycle of a servlet. First, Loading a servlet. When the web browser starts up, the servlet container deploy and loads all the servlets. In our case, we have used Apache Tomcat. In a little while, I'll show that to you. Then, servlet is initialized by calling the init method. The init method is called by the servlet container to indicate that servlet instance is instantiated successfully and is about to put into service. And then, servlet calls service method to process a client's request. This method is invoked to inform the servlet about the client requests and the servlet is terminated by calling the destroy method. Destroy method runs only once during the lifetime of a servlet and signals the end of a servlet instance. 
Remember that init and destroy methods are called only once. Finally, servlet is garbage collected by the garbage collector of the Java virtual machine. So this is all about the lifecycle of a servlet. We will see what are the steps to create servlet. First, we have to create a dynamic web project and then we have to create a servlet and compile the servlet code. After that, we have to copy the servlet class file and add the mappings to web.xml file. Next, we have to start the Apache Tomcat. Then start the web browser and request the servlet. Now I will tell you what is generic servlet and how it can be created. Generic servlet is a protocol independent servlet that should always override the service method to handle the client request. And the service method accepts two arguments that is request and response object of the servlets. The request object tells the servlet about the request made by the client while the response object is used to return a response back to the client. And generic servlet is an abstract class and it has only one abstract method which is service. And that's why when we create generic servlet by extending generic servlet class, we must override service methods. So what are the advantages of that? It is very easy to write. It has simple lifecycle methods and to write a generic servlet you need to extend the generic servlet and override the service method as I have told. Very simple. Now we will understand two important methods of HTTP servlet class that is request and response methods. You have already seen these functions in the previous programs. So let's see that in depth. First servlet request. When a client sends a request to the web server, the servlet container creates servlet request and response objects and pass them as an argument to the servlet service method and the request object provides access to the request information such as header and body information of the request data and coming to servlet response the servlet container is connected to the web server that receives http request from the client on the certain port when a client send a request to web server the servlet container creates request and response objects and pass them as an argument to the servlet service methods the response object allows you to format and send the response back to the client. Now coming to last part of today's discussion. Let's see a few useful classes and interfaces of servlets. First servlet. This is used to declare the lifecycle method of servlet and servlet config allows servlet to get initialization methods and context enables servlet to log the access and access the information from the methods. You already know it is used to read the data from client request. Response write the data to client response generic servlet. It implements servlet and servlet config interface. Input stream provides the read request from the client and output stream provides the output stream to write responses to the client. Exception indicates whether the servlet error has occurred. Unavailable exception tells you that the servlet is not available. HTTP servlet provides method to handle request and response. Again, you already know these methods that is used to read the data from HTTP request and write the data to HTTP response. So that's all for the session. I hope you understood the fundamental concepts of servlets. Thank you and have a nice day.